Welcome to What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor. This podcast is provided by the Wellness and Health Action Team, also known as WHAT, from Portland State University's Center for Student Health and Counseling. We are located in the old tutoring center suite on the third floor of the University Center building on campus. Our purpose with this podcast is to discuss a variety of health-related topics in a way that will be accessible for our non-traditional campus. My name is Grace, and my pronouns are she, her. And my name is Whitney and my pronouns are she, her. We are all members of the Wellness and Health Action Team and will be the hosts of this podcast. Let's get into it. Hello, Whitney. Good morning, everybody. Today we're going to be talking about sex and chocolate we're gonna do a little promo episode Woohoo! sex and yes. chocolate sex and chocolate. we're so excited it's my favorite event of the year um back in 2020 february 2020 before school shut down due to covid um that was my first sex and chocolate and i that was like pre-pandemic so it was in person and i had such a fun time that i remembered who hosted it and then applied to this job later like no way. I love it so much like this is the reason why I have this job is because I loved sex and chocolate so much um and I had just such a great time at the event so it's my favorite annual event that PSU has um this year it's our sixth annual event um if you don't know sex and chocolate is a sexy and safe evening to answer questions and explore the topics of sexual health sexuality and consent um it was like I said an in-person event but now it's online um due to COVID but also just it makes the event so much more accessible and last year we had I think almost 250 attendees on Zoom which was awesome because the room that we were going to be in probably wouldn't have fit everybody so I honestly prefer having it online I think it makes it more accessible which I really like but I'm excited to talk about it today with you Whitney and just I don't know, just do a little overview. And also before we get into it, I want to, I kind of, I feel like um, we all come from such different backgrounds. So having this central event for PSU is really awesome for people to get any sort of questions answered that they have. Um, I feel like there's a lot of assumptions going into college about what sex is and like what it's like for everybody. Um, so I kind of, I want to hear like what your sex education was like, Whitney, when you grew up. Yeah, well, before I get into the sex education part of it, I wanted to say that I wasn't around for when Sex and Chocolate was a in-person event. Last year was the first time I attended and Grace was our amazing host. And I still have the recording like literally in my inbox from last year. So I can always refer back to it. Um No, but last year was my first sex and chocolate event. And I really thought there was like really amazing like perspectives on different topics surrounding like consent, um, dating relationships and just answering all these questions. So I have never attended an event like sex and chocolate before. So I found it to be super like informative and amazing that we are normalizing talking about these things. And because the um school that I went to as an undergrad like 
this wasn't a thing like talking about sex and talking about consent was not something that was normalized so I love that I moved to Portland and everything is just so like sex positive so I really enjoyed the event the event last year um, but to get into my own like history of sex education and kind of what I went through I don't know what it was like in Oregon. I'm assuming that you had sex education when you were in elementary yeah. school. Okay, yeah. Oh, so I did not in elementary school. Really? I mean, we, we had um we had like a your body is changing workshop oh. in fifth grade, but we never had like sex ed in elementary school, I don't think. I mean, we like learned about puberty and mm-hmm. like I guess sex adjacent to puberty, but it was never like it, I didn't have sex education, I think, until sixth grade. But so this is a really good point to bring up because I think they call that sex education. Like oh. they consider that to <laughs> be sex education. Huh? Yeah. It, it's so ridiculous. And it's a good point to bring up because I think, like, yes, it's super important to know like your body parts and like women's body parts and male body parts and all of that, but also we need to know more than that. And so I think that just calling that sex sex education and being like okay go off into the world and like I guess like kind of throwing you out to the wolves is kind of like not what sex education should be yeah yeah but that's kind of what I got also like these are the body parts these are the names for it um when I was in elementary school and then just naming the body parts is like a huge part of sex education and like live like body liberation almost like knowing the correct terms for your body is really important yeah and we also learned about like the menstrual cycle oh also in like third grade I remember this like the boys and the girls were like separate from each other yeah I was separate too we we got separated yeah and so that happened in third grade and then I also had like it again I believe in fifth grade And then not until like high school where we learned like more in depth about the actual like sex education part of it. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I can say, I don't know if it's like considered lucky, like in quotation marks, but like we did have like a very broad spectrum of like what we learned about, but also looking back on it now, it definitely wasn't enough. Like I can say that I didn't have like abstinence only kind of sex education, which is good, but also I don't think I learned enough knowing what I know now. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, My school district, we had, we didn't have anything in third grade. It was the fifth grade, like the nurse, the nurses came in and the boys and girls were separated and we all got little like goodie bags of like deodorant and like pads or like I don't really know what the boys got but I remember I used to walk home with this group of friends and it was just always like we the days where we would have like the body talks or whatever me and my friends we'd all walk home and we'd like compare notes me and my girlfriends would compare notes with our boyfriends we'd be like oh my god like that's crazy like that's what's happening to you like I was I don't know I feel like even having that conversation at that age is super um I guess like almost like even if we were in fifth grade and we were kind of teasing each other about it it's like still kind of beneficial to hold that conversation I guess um but yeah, and then I went to middle school and I learned about STIs. Um, 
and then other like more advanced puberty I guess I don't know how else to explain it I mean like the menstrual cycle and then uh in high school we had similar stuff but we talked about birth control and I loved my health class um hence why I'm in the public health program now like I was obsessed with my health class I thought it was so fun and the days when Planned Parenthood would come in and talk to us about birth control I was like raising my hand every single time when there was a question like trying to answer it I was annoying in that class um (laughs) but uh yeah we had Planned Parenthood come and talk about birth control and then we talked about um consent as well the southern Oregon southern Oregon has this program called the uh SART program with sexual assault response team. And so it's this group of people and they help assist people who have been sexually assaulted or need help um, in that regard. And so they came and talked to us about consent, which was really cool. But we never had like the building blocks of consent. It was just like a few class sessions about what to do if you are if you are in danger or like how consent works, but it was never like, I guess, fully detailed. And now looking back, I'm like, that was awesome that we even had the conversation, but it wasn't detailed nearly enough as it should have been. So I like sex and chocolate because there's obviously questions pertaining to sex and um, stuff like that. But people ask really good questions about consent as well, which I think is a really important conversation, especially in college as well. Yeah, the closest thing that we had to like someone coming to visit us about like anything sex related, um, we had this teen alert program called TAP and I just Googled it because I couldn't remember like what the name was called, Um, but it's more about like domestic violence prevention, um, which is still really important, but we didn't have like planned parenthood come out. It was just kind of like our teachers, like our like health teachers um, talking to us about consent and protecting ourselves from STIs and stuff like that. Um, I I think that is so beneficial about this event is that we're all coming from different areas of the world and like people have some people have such limited knowledge about sex whereas other people have um similar experiences to me and you where we got like full spectrum of sex ed but not like the full spectrum of sex ed in the way that like uh sex and chocolate does it um but do you want to tell us more about like the structure of the event Whitney and how it works yeah so from what I know from last year and like being a part of the committee that's planning sex and chocolate this year is that there's normally panelists that sign on to the zoom and we usually try to provide like a broad um, mix of people to join on the panelists to answer all of your questions that you have. Um, And so this year we're so excited because we can announce who we're going to have on the panelists this year so we have AJ from Shebop. And if you don't know what Shebop is, it is a like sex positive store where they have vibrators yeah. and they sell yeah. lube. It's a woman-owned sex shop in Portland. Um, and it focuses a lot like on sex liberation more than just like being a sex store you know, and they hold workshops too. It's a super cool establishment. And I'm glad that AJ is going to be on the panel again this year. 
Yeah, I'm super excited to hear from AJ. We're also going to have someone from Cascade Aid Project, Sophia. Sophia was a previous Whatster. We're so excited to have Sophia back. Bring in that Whatster representation. Yes, old (laughs) Whatsters. Um, And then we're also going to have Awi from Health Services. Awi is one of the shack doctors downstairs in Health Services. And we're also going to have Jackie also from Health Services. Um, Jackie is one of our RNs downstairs. And then we also, um, one of the big draws of Sex and Chocolate is that we have a raffle. We have donations from a bunch of different sex stores or companies around Portland area and attendees will be able to enter their names into the raffle. Um, Because the event is online, there's a form at the end to fill out for the raffle and then we'll email you about it. Also, we are so excited because we're going to be having these tabling events that are leading up to the big event, which is so funny because we didn't even tell you when the event is. So, (laughs) oh my gosh, we've been, we were just like so excited. Um, It's a secret though. And you all aren't allowed to know. (laughs) You have to listen to the whole episode before you get (laughs) to know. Anyway, so the actual event is going to be on Thursday, February 9th. Um, It's online, of course, so it's going to be from 5.30 to 7.30. Um, But we're going to have tabling events that are leading up to the big event. So the first tabling event we're going to have is February 8th from 11 o'clock to 3 p.m. Grace and I will both be there. This tabling event is going to be between Smith and Kramer. And then the very next day, uh, February 9th, from 11 to 3 again, between Smith and Kramer, there's going to be a second tabling event. So if you have your classes on Wednesdays, we hope to see you there. And then if you have your classes on Thursdays, um, we're going to have two other Whatsters there as well as Nell. Um, we're also going to have opportunities to register at the table. So we're going to have... Um, little uh, chocolates and everything on the table for you to grab, but we're also going to have a QR code or um, so that you can register for the event. Um, And then we'll also link the registration link in the description as well. But I really encourage all of you to show up and come out because it's good. It's such a fun event and all the panelists bring such different perspectives. Um, This year we have quite an array of different voices. And that's what makes sex and chocolate so fun is that you're asking the same question to five different perspectives. Um, And I don't know, it's a very judgment-free zone and the questions are anonymously asked as well. So any question imaginable, you can ask and there will be no judgment and we'll be excited to answer and talk about it. Yeah. And so addition to the amazing panelists that are going to be there and the awesome prizes that are going to be ruffled off um, at the events and throughout this entire like week leading up to the event, um, we're going to be passing out missionary chocolates and they are all vegan chocolates, which is really awesome. And they are so good. I had them last year and I wish I had more right now, but (laughs) they are so good. We got a special donation of the body part ones. So we have ones shaped like penises and vulvas and it's amazing. 
They are super awesome. So I'm excited for that to get the chocolates. Um, and then that is all. So just a little recap. The event is on Thursday, February 9th from 5.30 to 7.30. Um, catch us at the tabling events to sign up as well as check in the bio. Um, and then our tabling events are going to be February 8th and February 9th, both days, 11 to 3 p.m. So pretty much all day um, in between Smith and Kramer. Ooh. Um, what are you most excited about the event, Whitney? I'm excited to have Grace hosted again. Spoiler alert. Stop. Oh my gosh. Stop <laughs> flattering me. No, I'm I'm excited to host too. It's fun. Um, I love just the ability. I don't know. I really like the online format just because it gives everybody the ability to kind of because these questions can be hard to ask or they can be taboo topics. And part of what this event is is dismantling that taboo and bringing to light these questions because they are important questions and they're questions that many people have so um don't feel ashamed of attending or asking a question anything is on the table as long as it's a respectful question obviously but yeah we hope to see you all there either at the tabling event or at the event itself um I am looking forward to it. It also is just such a fun little event because it's around Valentine's Day and I love Valentine's Day. So, oh, one thing I wanted yeah. to bring up before we close out, I know we keep saying that, oh, can't wait to see you there at the event. But oh, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we keep saying, yeah, like, oh, can't wait to see you at the event. But since it's going to be online, we're not actually going to see you because everything yes. is anonymous. Yes. Yeah. No, we won't have like everybody logged on to Zoom with your camera on. It'll be um, AV is going to help us and facilitate it. And it'll be structured so that people can join it anonymously if they'd like. So. Yeah, we hope to um, anonymously see you all there and hear from you all. I hope you all enjoy your weekends. And yeah, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.